In this Guider Masterclass, John Jantz of DuckTech Marketing gives his insight into the customer journey. Marketing today is less about demand creation and more about organising behaviour. Marketers must understand how to guide customers through a full marketing journey. John will take you through the framework that has been created by DuckTech Marketing and has been employed in thousands of businesses and consultants to make their own customer journeys a success. Uh, and today we're running a masterclass. So what does that mean? It means we are going to spend somewhere between 25 and 30 minutes with John sharing uh, his thoughts and feelings about the subject of rethinking the customer journey, rethinking the customer journey. And then after that, we'll go to a Q&A. And I've got lots of questions already. If you've got questions, then at the end, put your hand up or alternatively pop them into the chat. Otherwise, uh, it's an absolute pleasure to hand over to you, John, and say welcome. It seems to be a largely British audience, but we're small and we're dead keen to hear from you. Hello, John. Yeah, well, well welcome. It's uh, I'll say good morning because it's bright and early uh, in the US where I am uh, to, at the moment. So I know it's afternoon or getting on afternoon for most of you. I'm going to go ahead and use some slides today and uh, if I can find the right desktop there we go should be showing now yeah so as uh robert mentioned rethinking the customer journey uh this is uh, i'll show this slide at the end as well but uh, if you want to reach out and connect to me this is a uh, presentation is is a brought to you kind of as a part of this uh, recent book the ultimate marketing engine so let's uh, start by going back in time march 15th uh, 2020 uh, when i mentioned that date most people kind of think Oh yeah, I kind of know what I was doing that day. Uh, we were most of us were scrambling because it kind of felt like the world was ending. It was a Sunday, and uh, one of my clients actually sent me a, a, an email or a text actually uh, of an email that he was getting ready to send to in the morning to his fifty employees and dozens of clients, basically saying don't come in on Monday. Uh, we're stopping work. It was a remodeling contractor. You know, nobody's going to show up on the job site on Monday because we think this is the right thing to do. And, you know, I was immediately struck by the, the responses that, that came in, uh, basically saying things like, Hey, you're doing the right thing. Uh, you know, we're with you, you know, we're not going anywhere. Uh, in fact, one uh, gentleman offered to uh, pay in advance for work that hadn't even been started. And, and it really shown such a bright light on something that, frankly, has always been true, as long as I've been in business anyway, but we've somehow gotten away from it. And that is that, you know, in really good times, a lot of times businesses just thrive and survive by being in the right place at the right time. But in tough times, I think growth comes from being important in the lives of our customers. And yet, you know, this is still the model that we're throwing at people, the old marketing funnel, let's figure out how to get people to do what we want them to do. The, the, the tactic obsession uh, that, that I see so prevalent today in digital marketing. And I get it. I mean, so many things have changed and are changing rapidly. I'll just throw statistics. Marketers love statistics. You know, 61% of mobile searchers are more likely to contact a local business if they have a mobile-friendly site. I mean, can't just have a website. It's got to really look great on those small, tiny screens. 87% of potential customers won't consider a business with, with low ratings. We now have to be participating out there in places we no longer control uh, where our brand is being talked about. We have to play in that game. 
64% of consumers say watching a video on Facebook has influenced a purchase decision. So we all know we have to be on social media, but now increasingly we have to bend our content to the, the platforms and the formats that they want to see our content in. And lastly, 92% of consumers will visit a brand's website for the first time for reasons other than making a purchase. Uh, it's a really complex job <laughs> that our websites often the hub of our marketing, you know, have to accomplish. So I get the tactic obsession. But I want to share two more statistics that I think hopefully will start to shine a light on what my primary thesis is today. 86% of buyers will pay more for a better customer experience. This is a recent PricewaterhouseCooper uh, survey in the U.S. And frankly, I mean, I know I will. Uh, I mean, 86% is practically all of us. So maybe there's actually some money in focusing and paying more attention in our marketing on what happens after somebody becomes a customer. And lastly, 83% of business owners claim that the main source of new business is referrals. I wrote a book back in 2009 called The Referral Engine. Um, preparation for that book, I did lots of surveys, and this number has just stayed true year after year. Uh, a recent Texas Tech uh, University uh, survey uh, found that that they, they surveyed 2,000 consumers found that 86% that of them said, yes, we have a business we love. We have a business we evangelize. We have a business we would refer. And then the follow-up question, only 29% of them actually did. So maybe there's some money in closing that gap, <laughs> that 50%, 50 plus percent gap in those who want to refer us, but that aren't doing it. So the thing that, that you know, while, while it's so common that we're talking about all the changes in marketing today and the acceleration of changes today, here's the point that I think many people miss. I think the thing that's changed the most about marketing is how people can choose to become customers. And that many of the ways in which we try to uh, influence and, and generate leads and generate customers, many of the ways in which people make decisions about becoming customers are actually out of our hands. Quite often, a decision to buy from us or engage us or not buy from us or not engage us has been made before we even know that somebody is out there looking. And that, that sort of linear customer journey today looks more like this. And that, that really marketing today is less about demand creation and more about organizing behavior, less about us getting them to do what we want them to do and more about us guiding them on the journey that they want to take. I want to introduce a framework that I've been using now for a number of years, and it just gets more relevant with each passing year. Something that I call the marketing hourglass. Now, if you think about the hourglass metaphor, it certainly borrows from the funnel shape. I mean, the top of it is very funnel shape, and there's nothing really inherently wrong with us getting some percentage of the market to know that we're out there, that we exist, and then even a smaller percent to realize that they're an ideal customer. But where I have issue with the traditional funnel language is that for many marketers, that's where they believe the journey ends. And what I want to suggest is that we then flip that funnel over to form the hourglass shape, because I think that the opportunity after somebody becomes a customer is really the opportunity to grow and scale a business. So my marketing hourglass has seven stages. Know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. 
And my contention is that those are behaviors that we all want to go through as buyers. You can use your own buying really to, uh, to validate that. I mean, if you have a challenge or a problem, you want to know who's out there, you know, who can solve my problem. And once somebody refers you to somebody or you do a search and you find them, I mean, we immediately turn to that. Okay. Let's, what's my snap decision. Do I like what I see? Do I not like what I see? I mean, we're all making that. We may not call it like, but we're all making those decisions. Does a website load quickly? Do I find information? Do they seem to be talking about you know, businesses or, or people like me? And then, of course, we're not going to invest any energy in even making a phone call or filling out a form unless we believe that this is a company that can deliver on this promise, that, that other people trust uh, this company. And I don't know about you, but... I love it when I have the opportunity to try what it might be like to work with a company or an organization before uh, I actually ever, you know, have, you know, just to get out my wallet or get out my credit card. And, and the thing about a try is, you know, we're all familiar with the 30 day software trial. I mean, we've all done thousands of those, right? But a try is any way in which somebody is reaching out. A phone call is a try. Filling out a form is, is a try. I mean, so the, the point of all this is what are we doing as marketers to intentionally make sure that each of these stages um, is, is a great experience? And then, of course, I, I like to buy. All of us like to buy, I think, but we've also all been let down. I mean, buyer's remorse is a real thing. So, you know, what are we doing to, to make sure that that transaction, that onboarding, that, that communication process is a great experience as well? And then, you know, as consumers, uh, if, if I find a company or a business that solves the, the need, you know, if I ever have that need again, I don't go out... Uh, shopping every time uh, that, that I you know, want to do it again. I just like check that box off. That's one less thing I have to worry about. I like to go back and repeat uh, business with people that give me a great experience. And then I think lastly, as human beings, we're wired to talk about companies that exceed our expectations, that, that surprise us. Uh, we're, we're wired to make referrals because referrals are something this can get, we can get as goofy as you want to get about this, but it's almost a form of survival. I mean, we know at some point that, that, you know, if we can make a referral to somebody, they're going to, we're going to need referrals at some point in time. So I think that in many cases, uh, especially business owners, they constantly have that idea of, of referrals on their mind. This is a bite-sized version of the hour-long video. To watch the rest, visit guidedmemberhub.com.